witness, bear witness to the greatest podcast ever created, the smelling sock, starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. Vimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Canella. Left hook, right cross, smelling sock. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. No I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Punch. You already know this is Pawn Drunk Boxing, aka Mr. Moonshot himself. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you at in this side of heaven. God bless you all. Oh man, boxing is heating up, y'all. Boxing is heating up. I am hype. Y'all already know this is episode 14 of the Smelling Salt Podcast. Woohoo! First and foremost, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Pawns Drunk Boxing, the best live commentary, baby. The best boxing analyst, you already know, man. Shout out to everybody doing their thing, independent media. Everybody's doing their thing, doing their thing in the boxing community. Shout out to y'all, man. We keep them boxing alive. We keep them boxing alive. Thank you. Shout out to top rank Bob Arum ESPN for keeping boxing alive during these troubling times, during these unfortunate times that we have with the pandemic and the coronavirus, man. My condolences go out to the people that's been affected by the coronavirus, y'all. My prayers go out to y'all. Man, so we got to give shout out to top rank ESPN because they are probably the essential workers of boxing. <laughs> they stayed in the front line. They ain't stopped working. Damn, the old man overworking everybody. Still, Bob Arum, the most prestige promoter in boxing history. Still working harder than the next man. Got to be the one in the front line. Nah, man. Shout out to Bob Arum, a.k.a. Dinosaur, a.k.a. Jurassic Park, a.k.a. I got five more years to live. Bob Arum, Bobby. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. People going to be like, come on, punch on. Come on, you really going to dish your elders like that? Come on, come on, come on. It's just a joke. Come on. All right, you don't got five more years to live, y'all. Six, seven, okay? <laughs> just play around. Bob, man, you're going to keep on going, man. Rock it to the wheel, fall off, man. Ride it to the wheels, fall off. Ladies and gentlemen, shout out to PBC as well, man. They just came out with their schedule, Showtime. Oh, baby. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm a boxing head. And of course, I'm a boxing content creator. And we were just running out of content, right? We were just talking about what if, what if, who's going to fight him, who's going to fight this person. Just, we were just looking for content. We were just hearing rumors after rumors after rumors. Nothing is definite. Feel me? He was getting tired. Nothing was concrete. Nothing was cemented. But now, thank you. Gracias. Gracias, Al Heyman. Yes. And I've been a little critical about Al Heyman and PBC because I feel like you already know they really don't give a damn about the fans. I think, you know, that's the perception out there. Always looking out for their fighters. You got to do it for the fighters too. And we're going to get why. There are some people out there that's actually... You know, it doesn't sit well, the, the, the pay-per-view fights that they announced, but we're going to get to that a little later. Let's talk about the positive because it's been too negative. It's been too negative. So I, I want to talk about positivity, positive, about what's going on. 
First and foremost, let's focus on what we've already been having already, what we saw. Jerry Anderson. Heavyweight. The new big baby. Oh, yes, the new big baby. Sorry, Jerry Miller. Cheater. Sorry. No more of that in the sport of boxing. Get out. You're banned. Get the hell out. No more of that. You've cheated enough. You need to go. But you already know, like I said in one of my videos, if you follow the follow the channel, you follow Punch on Boxing, I said, come on, man. It can't happen. He needs to be banned. But that doesn't mean we need to kick him while he's down. He needs some help. Because maybe he's just addicted. He's addicted to being enhanced. He's addicted, y'all. And we just can't kick him while he's down. We got to help him out. But helping him out is not giving him no, no not helping, him, helping him out is not giving him no damn license. Uh-uh. Whichever state city gives him a license, you should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed of yourself. He got to go. He got to go. It's already a dangerous sport. You can't do it enhanced, okay? That's it. Needs to go. But, so now, Anderson is the new big baby. He adopted, he got the name now. Also, um, Shakur Stevenson with a great win. Also, Joshua Franco with the upset. Oh, baby. Let's go. Oscar Valdez, a couple of days ago. Oh, good turnout. Good, good grit and good heart shown by Jason Velez, too. Yes. Shout out. Shout out to Top Rank for holding it down. And for all the fighters, you already know how I consider these fighters. These fighters are my modern-day warriors, modern-day gladiators. They put their life on the line for a pure entertainment. Shout out to y'all. The Zone. Yo, the board promotions. Virgil Ortiz, one of the phenom in the sport of boxing. Woo, 147 going to be fighting. A good step-up fight for Samuel with Samuel Vargas. A good step-up fight. Yeah, I know Samuel, Far Samuel Vargas has, has fought Earl Spence, Mia Khan, Dennis Garcia. So, of course, there's going to be a, a, a type of gauge fight. You know, people going to look at it like, oh, Earl Spence and this guy in this round. Let's see what Virgil, go Virgil T is going to do. He's going to end him in the first round, in the second round. Let me see. I ain't looking at it like that, but I understand why um, the boxing world is going to look at that. That's what they're going to do. They're trying to gauge, they're going to they, they're gonna try to gauge that fight. But I can't wait. Can't wait. But PBC Al Heyman, they pulled the card out. Showtime. Man, I'm excited, y'all. And you know what's so excited that Showtime pulled that, the amazing cards out for August, September, October, November, December. We haven't even seen the Fox card. PBC Fox. So everybody's excited about Showtime. PBC. Pfft. You go, man, hold your, hold your horses. Because they haven't even mentioned Fox. They haven't even mentioned Earl Spence and who's going to fight next. They haven't even mentioned Keith Thurman who's going to fight next. They haven't even mentioned the legend, Manny Pacquiao. They ain't even mentioned going to be his next fight. They haven't even mentioned Caitlin Plant. They haven't even mentioned Sean Porter. They haven't even mentioned, ooh, guys. They haven't even mentioned Gary Russell. They, damn, I can make a beat out of this, y'all. They haven't even mentioned, oh, yeah, they did mention the Deontay Wilder Fury. Andy Ruiz. Ay, mamas. Ay, Dios. <laughs> Man, I'm excited, y'all. Boxing is back. Boxing is back. Let's talk about the card. Well, the schedule, not the card. 
Showtime card. Yeah, I already know they got Fulton Jr. Versus Angelo Leo, August 1st. David Benavidez is going to come back August 15th. Lubin, September 19th. Oh, man. Jamal. Oh, now I'm going to say that one a little, black, a little last. Sergey Lipinyet versus Abdul. I, I can't say his last name. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce it, y'all. For the IBF interim. That's supposed to be, Abdul's supposed to be the mandatory for Earl Spence in the welterweight IBF. But I don't know what's happening right there. He's been a mandatory. He's like the Dillian White of the IBF right now in the welterweight division. But he's going to get his shot. Or who's going to win? Lipinyel or, or Abdul? He's going to get, let's see who's going to get that shot. Chris Copeland, formerly known as Little B High Prime Time, is back November 28th. He's going to have a bad Thanksgiving. Yep. Nonito Donaire back in Showtime. Nonito Donaire, the legend, the future Hall of Famer. Oh, baby, he's back. He's back. And let's talk about the pay-per-view. Showtime pay-per-view. September 26th. Doubleheader. The Charlo brothers are back. Jamal Charlo, middleweight, WBC champion. Versus Sergey Devereychenko. Sergey Devereychenko had a great outing versus Triple G. Which, my opinion, when I did the live commentary, I said Sergey Devereychenko whoop Triple G's behind. Oh yes, I felt like it was a robbery. I did feel it, but you know what got him this fight is his performance. And for the people I've said it enough, it's really yes, it's about wins and losses. But the most important thing is how you win and how you lose. See, it's how you win and how you lose, which tells you what market, if your market drops, your market rises. Circuit of Erichenko, he's lost to Daniel Jacob. He lost to Triple G. But you know what? Those losses didn't, the market didn't drop. His stock didn't drop. Just like Sean Porter. When Sean Porter lose to, to, to Keith Thurman and lost to Earl Spence, his stock don't drop because it's not if you lose or win, but it's how you lose and how you win. Fans are still satisfied with your efforts. Fans are still satisfied with your warrior efforts. Just like Jesse, Jesse Velez versus Oscar Valdez. Beautiful fight. And you already know we looking for Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchett. I, Dios mío. That's a Mexican war right there. Los Mexicanos van a pelear. Esa es una pelea que yo quiero ver. Miguel Burchett versus Oscar Vélez. Not Vélez. Valdez. <laughs> Typo. Jamel Charlo. Jamel, the 154-pounder, versus Jason Rosario. Jason Banana Rosario from Dominican Republic. <laughs> Man, that's going to be a good fight, man. He's ready for the fight. You know what it is, too? I'm happy about this fight. I'm happy about because Jason Rosario just beat um, J-Rock. J-Rock Williams. Go fighter, too. Can't wait till he comes back inside the ring, too. You know, he, had, he has surgery. Hope he's feeling good. Hope he's ready to get back in the gym and do what he do best. But Jason Rosario shocked a lot of people. He's a big boy. Remember, the fight was supposed to... It, it was Philly cheesesteak. You already know J-Rock was for Philly versus Jason Rosario from Dominican Republica. Palatano versus Philly cheesesteak. Guess who won? Palatano. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Palatano is more healthy than Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, yes. If you, anybody know? If you ever hate, if you, if you ever ate Palatano con otro golpe, oh, yes. 
Platano con los tres golpes. What's that? That is platano, green platano, or you can have it with yellow, yellow platano. Los tres golpes, the three hits are eggs, sachichon, and tropical cheese. Oh, baby, the best breakfast. Oh, the best breakfast of Dominican. Y'all know Dominican um, cuisines. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to call, and I'm going to call his one, one, two, four punch. You know, the jab, then with the straight right, and then dig to the body. Oh, man, that's los tres golpes. Manguco los tres golpes. He's going to hit. Manguco los tres golpes to Jamel Charlo. Are you ready? He's ready. He's ready for Jamel Charlo. He's ready. He'd be like, he told Samsung Promotion. Shout out to Samsung Promotion, of course. He didn't get a lot of credit. He didn't get a lot of shine. Samsung Promotion been doing their thing for quite some times. Y'all already know they got David Benavidez. David Benavidez already in the schedule as well. Jason Rosario versus Jorge Linares is also happening. Oh, baby. Samsung Promotion is on a row. Don't forget. He has Sergio Martinez. And don't forget that Samsung Promotion. Samson is the one that discovered the great the gold, I say, Senator Manny Pacquiao. Shout out to Samson. Putting fights up for, you know, um, getting fights for his fighters, man. Good fights, too. Good legacy fights. But that fight's going to be for three belts right there. Jamel Charlo, Jason Rosario. I already know the 154-pound division is a hard division. Belts is exchanging like crazy. Belts is exchanging like crazy. The belts ain't faithful to nobody in 154. Ain't faithful to nobody in 154. Shout out thus, Jada Pinkins. Faithful being. Unfaithful being. Untangible. Untangible. What was that? What was it? Entitled, entitled. What the hell was she was saying? You cheater. Deceiver, heartbreaker, and I won't let you back in my life. So I'm taking the house, the cars, the kids, and the dog. I want it all. You're nothing but your lime bitch. Jada Pink. I'm sorry. It's out of boxing play. I didn't like that. Will Smith. Every now, every now. Maldito cabrón ese tipo. <laughs> Will Smith. Is a cabron. <laughs> yeah, I know Puerto Rican likes using that word. Cabron. Talking about Puerto Rico. Erga. Erga. From Brooklyn. 14 wins coming by 14. KO. Shout out to Aga. Yo, Smil. Man. This dude, this kid is a monster, bro. This dude is a monster. And in my channel, Edgar Berlanga, Diablo, ese tipo, un monstruo. He's a monster. I was talking about, damn, when are we going to have the next Puerto Rican star? When are we going to have the next Puerto Rican star? Because, damn, we had, you already know, Camacho. We had Trinidad. Follow up with Miguel Cotto. And then it was like, yo, who's going to be the next? Who? Where? I don't this. Where? Where? And here comes a monster. Here comes a monster. Elg, Edgar, Berlanga, Gornius. Damn, that kid is hard, bro. And he's humble too. He could easily be like, "Yo, let me get, let me get the dudes on the top of of 168. Let me get Plant. Let me get Canelo. Let me get David Benavides." But you know what he said? I need to get more rounds in. Humble. I need to get more rounds in. I'm not well prepared to go to the elite yet. I got more, more work to do. 
See, another fighter just would have been calling people out, but he's humble. He's humble. He knows where he's at, so he knows where he's going, and he knows what he needs to do. Taking his time. That's the way you got to do it. Shout out Puerto Rico, Boricua. Shout out Brooklyn, stand up. But, yo, a lot of people is upset about the card. The pay-per-view card. Not actually the card, but the people saying, damn, is Jamar Charlo versus Sergey Derevichenko worth to pay a pay-per-view? I mean, if it was a loan, I'm like, hell no. Jamar Charlo, Sergey Derevichenko, pay-per-view. The hell is wrong with you? I was like, yo, when I heard the news at first, I was like, what the, what the, what the f- is wrong with Al Heyman? Huh? You greedy mother. Yo, mother. I was like, yo, I was living, y'all. I ain't trying to pay no pay-per-view for Jamar Charlo and Sergey Devichenko. What the fuck is going on? You must be crazy, Al. You must be crazy. But then they said, no, 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 no. They waited a couple of hours or another day because I did it the day before yesterday. I did a video about it. And then I, in the morning, it was they, they pulled the card out, the Showtime card, and it's like, no, it was a doubleheader with Jamel Charlo and Rosario. And I said, okay, that's more like it. Okay, I respect the pay-per-view. Yet, are they worth pay-per-view fights? Now, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm a boxing head. I got to understand the business of boxing. Just like we understand the business of, of, of a re, other respected sports, like the NBA, w, uh, um, MLB, NFL, we understand the business. In boxing, the fans really don't understand the business of boxing. You know, ba- boxing like a secret society. You know, we see the purses. You already know they get more than that. They just say the purses and get the 3% for sanctioning fee. The, the Bell Federation get the sanctioning fees and things of that nature. But they, they, get, they get more money. They get more money, Right? Yet, we can neglect the fact that coronavirus hit hard and, 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 and you know, negatively, negatively impacted these businesses, including boxing. You know, to the point where people got to be forced to take pay cuts. There's no live gate, y'all. There's no live gate. So how are the promoters going to get their money? Sponsors, advertisers. But how these fighters are going to get paid to the level of the market which they already build. How are they going to get paid? No live gate. And this is when the contradiction comes with the fans. The fans want to see the best fight the best. They want to see, it's not going to be the best fight the best. They want to see themselves, they want to see the elite fighters challenge them their, themselves. So what a lot of people have been saying about Jamar Charlo. I'm talking about Jamar Charlo, not Jamel. Jamel's 154, Jamal's 160, right? A lot of people are talking about Jamar Charlo. When he's going to fight a challenging fight? When he's going to fight that fight, right? So Sergey Derevchenko was a good challenging fight. A great challenging fight. Remember, Sergey Derevchenko, like I said earlier, I feel like beat Triple G. A lot of people, a lot of people feel like Sergey Derevchenko beat Triple G. There's a lot of people that feel like Triple G beat Canelo. So this how game is Sergey Derevchenko. He's going to bring it. He's going to bring it, right? But people was like, yo, that, is that a pay-per-view fight? Come on, man. Has Jamal Charlo even in one of the legs? He just started headlining. And who he fought when he headlined anyway, you know? Now, this is what I mean I got about re, got to understand the sport of boxing. Even though I might not like, you know, what's really going on in the pay-per-view. 
But I got to understand the sport as well. And if you understand the sport as well, and if you love these fighters and respect these fighters, you got to understand these fighters got to get compensated very, very, very well. Now, I'm all for a basketball player getting the pay cut. Baseball, you know? Baseball, uh, uh, tennis player, uh, golf. But I really got to be on the fighter side on this point because they are the one that's risking their lives for pure entertainment, Right? We know that boxing is a life or death sport. You don't play boxing, okay? You do not play boxing. So, if there's no gate, they have to compensate for having no gate. So, having a pay-per-view event is not, it's not about the fans. It's how to say it, y'all. It's not about taking advantage from the fans and really, I don't think they really want to do this as a pay-per-view. But if you want to see a Sergei Devichenko versus Jamel Charlo, to, to, for them to get paid, you got to have a pay-per-view to compensate for no gate. And if you're a fan that be like, I ain't going to pay for that, now that shouldn't be no pay-per-view, then don't complain don't complain if a Jamar Charlo fights another, quote-unquote, like they say, tomato can. Don't be mad. Because then you could afford that. But you can't afford two top-level fighters. You can't. If you want to see a championship fight unification battle like a Jason Rosario and Jamel Charlo, you got to understand it's not going to come in cheap. There's no live gate. These guys are going to be compensated. A fight like this, supposed, they supposed to get compensated because a fight like this actually supposed to be their highest paid, um, you know, their highest paid purse, highest paid fight, high risk, high reward. We want them to get high rewards, right? I mean, of course, if you don't want to pay for pay-per-view, you don't pay it. But me, I'm a boxing head and I respect fighters and I understand what they, got, they, 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 they put themselves to. And I'm just eager to see great boxing. I understand if you want to pay the pay-per-view. I understand if you do not want to pay for the pay-per-view. I understand that. And I understand very, very well that this is not a pay-per-view caliber of fight. Because a pay-per-view for me is fights in which it's a mega fight. The type of fight that the, can, that the fans demand. Demand. That's the word of the day. Demand. Fans like to demand, demand, and demand again. Fans demand a lot from these fighters. Fans also demand that Jamar, Jamar Charlo challenging himself with a great potential opponent. Now, listen to the word demand. If you're demanding them, then there's price for that demand. If you don't care, it'll be free TV. But you're demanding it. And these guys need to get paid. There's no live gate, so they need something to compensate, whether we like it or not. Whether I like it or not, I got to understand it. That's what it is. Do I like it? No. Do I understand it? Yes. Do I want to see these guys challenge themselves? Yes. And I'm willing to pay for it? Yes, because I'm a boxing head. Now there's going to be people out there that's going to criticize because of these times and, and a, lot of, a lot of people out the job. But damn, when they got a USC fight and, and, and the ish with Jorge Masvidal in the six-day notice and he and they rack up 6.3, 6.5, 6.8, whatever number it is, 6.3 million pay-per-view buys, then somebody gets your money. 
or people are just wasting their stimulus check money on, on, on pay-per-view. You know? But I'm wanting to buy the pay-per-view because I feel like that's a good event. And the only way we're going to see guys fighting, the only way you want to see your elite fighters fight another elite dude or highly qualified, challenging dude, they demand to get paid. They demand to get paid. And it's hard to say, even though, yes, people are going through a tough time. And yes, in the world, a lot of people are taking their pay cuts. A lot of people is out the job. A lot of people are out the job. So we can understand all of that. But for me to ask a fighter that's risking his life to take a pay cut and they work their ass off to reach a level in their market value, it's hard. So PBC, which normally always look out for its fighters, Al Heyman cares about the fighters, Al Heyman do not care about you and I. We're not his clients. He don't care. Remember, he's advisor and manager. We're not his clients. That's why he don't answer to us. That's why he don't even want to answer questions because he does not work for us. He works for them to get them the best deals, money-wise. So whether we like it or not, I got to understand it. So again, my statement is, I do not like the pay-per-view, but I understand why pay-per-view needs to be set for this type of fight. So... I support the fighters getting paid for this fight. It, 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 are we looking at this pay-per-view like, oh my God, it's going to do one million? No, I don't think they're even looking at it like that. But they got to compensate. They got to bring in some more cash. If you can't get a live gate, they compensate it with a pay-per-view. So if it's 100,000 pay-per-view buys, trust me, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to reach that level of, of, of compensation. It's going to reach that. It's going to reach. Now... Let's move on to Javante Tang Davis versus Legal Santa Cruz. Pay-per-view. That's also on, that's also on the schedule. Javante Tang Davis, Leo Santa Cruz, October 24. Now, if y'all check one of my episodes when I'm talking about Javante Tang Davis about self-destructing, of course, I don't want him to self-destruct. I don't. He's a special, special, special fighter, y'all. There's good fighters. There's, there's fighters with potential. There's great fighters. But then there's special fighters. And Javante Tang Davis, the gorilla, is a special fighter. So special that people don't even want to critique his skills. You don't hear that in no debate. In no debate, in no channel, in no platform, you do not debate his skills. I've been in so many debates, so many channels, so many. Oh, man, we talk boxing all the effing time. It's no debate about his skills. Nobody talks about his skills, downplay his skills, discredit his skills, nothing of that nature. The only thing with Javante Tang Davis is he going to come prepared. Prepared. He's going to be focused. He's going to be determined. He's going he's gonna to come in weight. Because we already know the three of his last four fights, he missed weight. Luckily with Gamboa, luckily with that fight, WBA gave him two hours to, 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 to make weight. I never heard that one before. But even Javante Tang Davis, hours ago, said, I promise to give my all in camp. And I promise to go even harder in the fight. Man, you know, Javante Tang Davis knows what's going on. And Javante Tang Davis knows the critique that's attached to his name. The critique is, if 
Javante Tang Davis comes and show up. If he comes and show up, if he goes to camp and be dedicated to the sport, be dedicated to this craft, be dedicated to the point. Now, you're not going to camp for fat camp. You're not going to camp to try to make weight and lose 40 pounds and lose that little gut that we've seen in the sparring match versus Red Catch. Yeah, you whoop that ass. But the belly just, whoo-hoo. You know, feel like poking it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no boy. But that's all we could talk about. And there go lies the contradiction. Just like I said earlier, people want to see these fighters fight. And now they fighting. Now you have to see a unification battle with 154. You see Jamal Charlo, you know, challenging himself. But then people are still upset because it's pay-per-view. Come on, we got to be, we got to be content somewhere, somehow. It's like Javon San Davis. Oh my God, he's in Baltimore. Oh man, what the hell is he doing in Baltimore riding dirt bike and stuff like that? Well, he's not in the gym with Floyd Mayweather like Devin Haney. What the hell's happening to Javon San Davis? Man, he's not hungry. He's not focused. He don't got no dedication. He don't got no professionalism. And then we got it. Okay, then we see him working out. And he's sparring. And he's doing mitt work. And then we're like, ah, look look at his belly. Ah, ah, we never content. We're never content. And that's how we contradict ourselves. Come on, the sport of boxing, I'm all about positivity. At the end of the day, I'm doing this platform to uplift the sport of boxing and uplift these modern-day warriors, modern-day gladiators. They put their life on the line for my pure entertainment. I'm here for them. And of course, we could joke around and crack, crack jokes and hold these, these boxers accountable for their words. And, you know, I usually give Mr. Pinocchio, Hummer! When I hear some lies in the from these boxers, but at the end of the day, I understand their, 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 their struggles, I understand their sacrifice. John Tan Davis, that's the only thing. That's the only thing we think about. If he comes ready, if he goes to the gym, put some more tools in the tool back because he's still young enough to actually evolve his skills and evolve his game. He's still young enough to put more tools in the toolbox. That is scary. But sometimes a lot of boxers reach to this level and they just, you know, they're running with, with their skills that they already, you know, build since the amateurs. A lot of boxers don't get, don't get better. And, and when they get better, you see it. You see Canelo Alvarez, how he got better. He used to be on mud feet and now he moves around elusive. Oh, man, he could just switch. You could see, you could see uh, uh, um, Buck Crawford, a uh, uh, gym rat, switch up, could do a lot of things, add more tools to the toolbox. You could see. You can see the guys that go into the gym and implement more into the toolbox. Javante Tan Davis is young enough to implement more into the toolbox. I just don't want Javante Tan Davis to be a prize fighter. We need Javante Tan Davis and all these fighters to be a professional fighter. It's a difference. Professional and a prize fighter is very, very different. A prize fighter just get paid and prepare. Uh, Logan Paul and KSI, that could be prize fighting right there. But a professional fighter, they got to live it every day, 24-7. What they eat, how they live, how they work out, how they stay in shape. Always got to stay ready. You just can't be walking around carrying the belt. You just can't be a champion for that night. You got to live like a champion. You got to live it. 
because then these boxes are contradicting contradicting themselves. This is a dangerous sport. This is a dangerous sport. If it's so dangerous, y'all got to take this ish a little bit more serious than how we than what we seen right now. Javante Tan Davis, if this is a dangerous sport and it's life or death, and this goes out to everybody, set the tone. Set the tone. Be ready. Show the people on the outside that yo, this ain't easy. I gotta stay prepared. I gotta stay sharp. Because the man across from me is trying to take my life. There's no shortcuts here. The other man across from me, another man or the woman, also shout out to the women boxers out there. They're trying to take my life. I can't play boxing. Preparation is more than just, just uh, leading up to a fight. It's a lifestyle. And if Javante Tan Davis implement that professional lifestyle, professional lifestyle, oh, oh, then there's no type of critique when it comes to Javante Tan Davis. Unless you want to talk about what him and his baby mama, that's their personal-ish. I don't want to be talking about that. That's their personal-ish. I don't want to talk about what me and my wife got to go through or I don't want to hear about what you and your wife got to go through. That's your own personal business. I understand that shit came out to light. It went viral. But also, let's share that he, they move on, they reconcile, they working hand in hand, being great parents to his princess. Let's talk about the great stuff. Shout out to all these boxers, man. People make mistakes. It's our job to help them through it and forgive them. Come on, let's be human here. Except for, Ger- except for Gerald Miller. No, he got to go. So, Leo Santa Cruz versus Javon Tan David. Leo Santa Cruz, constant professional. Constant professional. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for Javon Tan Davis. You're dealing with a guy that is a constant professional. Stay ready. Stay ready. But, of course, we look at it. If, he, if, if Javon Tan Davis comes ready, he would do the job. Leo Santa Cruz, but there's no walk in the park. Had his war with Frampton, lost, got it back. Abdomar Amares, um, um, he was supposed to be fighting Javante San Davis and he pulled out. You know, been a champion for quite some time, been a champion since 2011. For a decade, Leo Santa Cruz been doing his thing. This guy is a champion. And it's not going to be easy for Javante St. David. They're going to be fighting at 130 pounds. The question is, if Javante St. David is going to go back to the 130 pounds, he's going to be healthy. He's going to look good. He's going to miss weight. He's going to go into fat camp. I hope not. I'm going to take Javante St. David for his word. He's going to go to camp and do his thing. But that ain't going to be an easy fight. They're going to be fighting for the 100. They're going to be fighting for, for um, Javante St. David's regular 135 WBH um, strap. And Leo Santa Cruz's belt is on the line. The WBA super featherweight chan- uh, um, title is on, the, is on the line as well. I don't know how they do that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem right. I, I really don't like it. I, I, I just should just be one belt on the line. It should be just one belt on the line. Probably Javante St. Davis could vacate the belt because I don't even think he cares about that belt anyway. I mean... Once Novachenko in the 135 got the super WBA, 
you're not mandated to fight that regular champion, but, you know? So, WBA got to take care of that. That's pay-per-view fight. Is it a pay-per-view fight? I'm surprised that Javante Tan Davis got a pay-per-view fight before Danny Garcia. I mean, after, I mean, before, yeah, before Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia. Can't believe he hasn't headlined a pay-per-view fight, but Javante Tan Davis is headlining one? Wow. Wow. That's strange. Danny Garcia looking at Al Hamer like, yo, mom, what is it? I'm Puerto Rican? What is it? I feel sorry for Daniel Garcia because I believe that he, he, he earned his pay-per-view bout just like Earl Spence. Like Earl Spence versus Mike Garcia. Should have been a pay-per-view bout? I don't know. Should Keith Thurman and Daniel Garcia was a pay-per-view bout? I did like that it was Prime, like Prime TV. I did like it. But all I'm saying is I'm happy that these fights are made or scheduled. Now we could be talking about matchups. We could analyze the fight. We could have a we could actually have breakdowns and look forward to what's happening, the promotional aspect. Again, PBC, um, Fox, PBC still haven't even rolled out their schedule. And I can't wait for that. I cannot wait to listen to who, who Andy Ruiz is going to be fighting. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you like this. If you don't want to see in a paper, if you don't want to see or pay pay-per-view, just be, just, just, just take it into account that you're going to see these elite fighters Fighting tuna caliber of fights, caliber opponents. The only way they're gonna see if you want to see these guys in a challenging bout with another guy that's an elite is gonna be pay per view because there's no gate. So, fans, you have to choose. You have to choose. Are you gonna pay for a challenging bout seeing these elites challenge themselves? Or you don't want to pay because at this time you feel like it's effed up and you don't feel like PBC should be putting out pay-per-views that, that the fans ain't calling for, that the fans ain't calling for or demanding. Then you're going to see these guys fight the quote-unquote tomato cans. Like a lot of people, I don't call nobody tomato cans, but I'm so, so y'all can understand me what I'm trying to say. Low opposition, but do not complain. Do not critique. Do not critique. Like I said earlier, I understand. But you got to understand the business of boxing as well. You got to understand it, whether you like it or not. There's no live gate. Somebody got to come through. And if, if you love boxing like I love boxing, and you respect these fighters, then you got to understand they got to be compensated. And if they already reached a level market-wise, you know, it's unfortunate they gotta look, they gotta come back down. Look at Amanda Serrano. She wants her money. Eddie Hearn needed her to take a pay cut. Now that's a low, that's a he say, she say. Amanda Serrano got her their side. Eddie Hearn got his side. Fighting happening with Amanda with um Katie Taylor. Bummer. Couldn't wait for that fight. But I hope we get it soon. There are certain fights that needs a live gate. There's just certain fights that need that. Right? There's a lot of fights that we want to see. A lot of fights that I'm very, very eager to see and very happy that it's actually being made. I've got to give credit. 
to the guys making these fights. We got to give credit to the promoters that's given us these fights as well. Showtime Boxing, nine live events, 18 undefeated fighters, nine world champions, eight world championship fights. Can't ask. I mean, at this time, it's good. This time is good. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the update of what's happening in PBC fourth quarter and it's more to come y'all it's more to come still gonna be talking about still on the line on the pipeline we wanna know what Buck Crawford is gonna be doing and like I said in one of my shows I said you know what if Buck Crawford don't step up his, his opposition I'm sorry there's no way that I'm gonna keep him top three pound for pound and there's no way that anybody anybody in the, in the, in the pound for pound list keeps Buck Crawford top three it just can't. He needs to. He needs to up his position. I give all the credit in the world for Jamal for for for, for Buck Crawford, but I'm not giving no extra credit. He's only top three because what he did in 140 became undisputed. He's holding on to that, but you know what? Everybody, a lot of people is doing their thing. It's unifying. Jamal Charlo, if he's unified versus Banana, Platano Maduro, if he unifies, I'm putting him in ten. I'm putting him in top ten. On pound for pound. I'm putting on the list. If you know who it fights Casimero, one, two. One, two. That's number one, number two. If you unify with Casimero, he's gonna go top three. Book Crawford, you gotta move down. Sorry. Love you. But you gotta move down. You gotta move down. Until you actually have a fight. And those fights are gonna be pay-per-view too. If you want to see Buck Crawford challenging himself, that's going to be pay-per-view. If you fight Fake Kelbrook, pay-per-view. Sean Porter, pay-per-view. Davidson Garcia, pay-per-view. I would like to see uh, uh, Buck Crawford go to 154 and fight Lara. That would be an awesome fight. That would be a good fight. That would be an awesome fight. Teofimo Lopez versus Lomachenko. We're going to be talking about that in another episode too because that, 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 that fight gets its own episode. That fight gets its own episode. Probably get, um, shout out to, excuse me, to Teofimo Lopez Sr. Shout out, be on the channel, be on the channel. Great interview we had with him. Great insight. Shout out to all the fathers in the sport of boxing. You already know how I feel. I'm an advocate for fatherhood. So let, yo, again, y'all can email your boy, punchdrunkboxing at gmail. Want to support the channel, want to support the movement, want to support the, um, the podcast, cash app, donations, cash app, dollar sign, punch drunk, P-U-N-S-H-D-R-U-N-K, punch drunk, you donate to the channel. Stay tuned to the live shows commentary this Friday. Virgil Ortiz versus Samuel Vargas. You already know. The best live commentary. Your boy got it right here, Sean. Yo, I love y'all, man. Let me know what y'all think. 
Leave it in the comment box. Go subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Punch Run Boxing. Leave comments over there. We're going to be chopping it up. Look out for episode 15 later on. This week. Probably tomorrow. I love y'all. God bless. And on to the next.